0: Welcome back to Hold Fast, where we have biblical truths for daily battles. My name is Kenny. the host of the podcast and I am so glad that you are listening to this. I'm so glad that I'm recording this. Uh, Many of you have actually asked me about the podcast because if you are a regular listener, you know that it's been a little while since I have recorded and um, I apologize for that. Life has been busy and I know that it's always busy. That's something that we always say, Um, but this is just one of those things that kind of uh, got put on hold for just a season and I'm hoping that I'm going to be back here into a regular rhythm Recording weekly podcasts for you Um, I I appreciate all of you that reached out And asked me about that That means you're listening And it means that you missed the podcast And so uh, I'm thankful for that I was encouraged by that I want to kick off, uh, I guess, this new uh, season of the podcast, if you will, by going to a very, very familiar passage, and I want to talk about um, how we make our plans, how we plan out our lives, we think about the future, we think about you know, buying a house or moving to a new place or having kids or having grandkids or finding a, a new church home, whatever it may be, as we think about making our plans, as we think about trusting the Lord with the outcome of our lives. Um, how do we do that? How do we find rest and assurance in his plan for our lives? And I think probably the best place to go for that, as I said, is a very well-known passage in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. And so you're probably familiar with this passage, but just in case you're not, and, and for all of us who are, just as a refresher, let me read this for us, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Such a beautiful passage of scripture because it's just it's in plain English right there for us, right? You want your paths to be made straight? Then trust the Lord. But I think that in in this passage being so familiar for us and it you know it's stitched on pillows and it's on magnets on our fridge and we quote it quite often for many of us. I think that we can almost turn it into um, like, like a fortune cookie saying, right? Like it's kind of like it's something that, you know, is nice and it, it makes us feel good and, and we're like, oh yeah, I just trust the Lord and everything will be okay. But let's really dig deep into these verses and in just a minute, let's also read the verses that come after that that we often don't read because I think they really matter to this context as well. Uh, Proverbs is a, is a difficult book sometimes because it, it is a, a mixture of sayings and there are times when uh, the verses do go together, and there's times when they're kind of separate thoughts, um, and so it's a little bit harder to read than some of like the narrative books like the Gospels or things like that because you're kind of like, well, does this thought match with that, and it takes a little bit of work. Uh Proverbs chapter three has a little bit more of a flow and a context than some of the other chapters. Um, and so really, in just a minute, like I said, we're going to read all the way through verse eight, because I think that it's all in the same context. But let's dive into verses five and six. Let's pick it apart. Let's see what it's saying. Let's find some truth and encouragement for you if you are facing a big decision, or if you're just facing some anxiety about the things that are happening in your life, maybe there's some turmoil in your family. Um, maybe maybe you're you're worried about losing your job. I, I don't know. There, there's so many things we could go down the list. Whatever it is that that is gripping your attention right now and has you having difficulty sleeping at night, maybe um, has you anxious, has you fearful, has you worried. Um, how can these verses apply to you? So let's look at it. Verse five. Let's start. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Jesus is not just something that you add into your life, right? Trusting in the Lord with all your heart means that I'm trusting in God completely. I'm not putting some of my trust in the Lord and some of my trust in my job security or in my family or in my savings account. No, I'm putting all of my trust in the Lord. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't make plans in all these practical areas of life. It means that no matter what happens, I'm going to completely trust, put all of my trust in the Lord. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lay all of my trust on Him completely with all my heart. And don't lean on your own understanding. Don't go to the Lord for just some counsel here and there when you think you need it. Don't, don't use the Bible as kind of like a last resort when you feel like you've exhausted all of your other options. No, don't lean on your own understanding. Lean completely on the Lord's. That also means that if the Bible is instructing you to live in one way, and you feel like you should make a different kind of decision, that you completely forsake your own understanding, you completely forsake your own intuition, your own wisdom, and you trust in the Lord. And you you lean completely on his understanding with all your heart. Verse 6, in all your ways acknowledge him. Now, I think that we can get lost um, in this phrase in particular because it it can almost sound like what Solomon is saying is, um, in everything you do, make sure the Lord is a part of it. But that's not what he's saying. He's saying in everything you do, make sure he is the center and the foundation of it. Make sure that every decision you make, every decision you make, every plan that you make, that the Lord is the foundation, that his wisdom is what's driving you, that you're not leaning on your own understanding, you're not leaning on yourself or anybody else, but it's all on the Lord. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. And, and there's some translations that will, that will phrase it, he will make your crooked paths straight. So as you make decisions and we stumble and fall and we, we go the wrong way sometimes, if we're trusting in the Lord, he'll make your path straight. I've, I've often quoted, and I actually don't even remember where this quote came from, but it's not original with me, um, but there's, there's a somewhat famous quote that says, love God and do what you want. Now, the problem with that quote is it's a little bit oversimplistic, but I think there's a a real good principle here. What what that quote means is Proverbs three five and six. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, right? Don't lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge Him. So love God with everything you have, and then do what you want. As you love the Lord, as you lean completely on Him, as you trust in Him fully, you're allowing His Word to light your path then go out and make decisions. Go out and, and, and start living your life because if your foundation is, I'm trusting in the Lord above myself, I'm leaning on his understanding, not my own, then the decisions that you make, not that they'll always be perfect, but the Lord will make your path straight. He will, every time. Now, not always easy. There'll be some bumps in the road, there'll be difficulties, there'll be struggles, but he will make your path straight. He will He will make you walk in the straight and narrow path of his righteousness. And that's the path that we wanna be on, right? As we're trusting in the Lord, we we don't want the, the necessarily the easiest path or the most comfortable path. I mean, in our flesh, we want that. But in our spirit, as we wanna honor the Lord, we want the path of righteousness, no matter how bumpy it may be. Now, this is why, I said earlier, it's gonna be important for us to read the following verses because I think they really, really matter here. Because if you, you read Proverbs five and six and you go, okay, I'm gonna trust in the Lord with all my heart, I'm gonna not lean on my own understanding, I'm gonna acknowledge him in everything that I do, and he's gonna make my path straight, good, I got it. But wait a minute, pause, let's make sure you really got it. Verse seven, be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. Don't be wise in your own eyes. Don't take Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 and go, okay, all that I know about Jesus and all that I know about the Bible, I'm going to use that to drive me. No, daily lay yourself in complete surrender at the word of God and say, God, you speak to me through your word. You guide me. You make my path straight. I'm laying my understanding down. I'm acknowledging my own sinfulness. I'm acknowledging my own propensity to trust in my wisdom. I'm, I'm acknowledging my, my own leaning on my own understanding, and I'm, I'm casting all that aside. I'm repenting from that. I'm turning from my evil, and I'm, I'm, I'm trusting you. This is really important. This is a really important foundational piece here. It's not just, okay, God, I've got some plans. I'm gonna trust you to make sure that they work out. It's, God, I'm surrendering my whole life to you. I'm turning away from my evil, wicked ways. Daily, I'm picking up my cross, and I'm dying to myself, and I want to follow you. And when you do that, you get the promise of verse eight. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Let me make this really really basic and simple because this is something that I am currently wrestling with in my own mind. We get really caught up in the affairs of life. If you're like me, then you do. You you get caught up in Paying the bills and making sure the Christmas presents are taken care of, and making sure you're doing your job, and you're taking care of your family, and you're having family devotions, and you're 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 making sure the house is taken care of, and you mow the lawn, and and all these things, right? I mean, you you've got your own list, like all that that I just said. You, you're like, I got that, and I got more. We get caught up in the affairs of life, and we think sometimes we we make the mistake of thinking. That our lives will be better if we can just manage our schedules if we can just get everything under control if we can just get to a more comfortable place make a little bit more money you know just just get the right things in order then everything's going to be okay and i think a part of the message of proverbs 3 5 and 6 and even all the way through verse 8 is if you want refreshment to your bones if, if you want life real life then trust in the lord completely not don't put your trust in a comfortable life don't put your trust in making sure that all the affairs of life are worked out i'm not saying don't take care of the affairs of your life do that take care of your families take care of your life make sure you have things in order but, but undergirding all that, the foundation of all that is you saying, you know what, God, even when my life isn't comfortable, even when I'm not sure if I'm going to pay the bills, even when I don't have all the things that I want, even when life is not going the way that I would really want it to go, I'm going to trust you I'm gonna trust that you are making my path straight, that you're leading me in the path of righteousness. It may not be the path that I want, may not be the path that I envision for my life, but I'm not gonna lean on my own understanding. I'm not gonna be wise in my own eyes. I'm not gonna look at at, at my life and say, I think I have a better way to do this. I'm gonna cast all of that aside and I'm gonna trust you. And I'm gonna trust that you take care of your people. I'm going to trust that even in difficult times, even even in times of struggle and chaos and pain, that you've got me, that you are going to to keep me secure and steadfast and on the path of righteousness for your name's sake, not mine, not for my comfort, not for my glory, but for your glory. This is a really well-known passage for, I think, really good reasons, and um I just wanted to read it again and hopefully encourage you again because this is, I mean, truly, these thoughts are foundational to the Christian life. These verses are so central to what it means to follow Jesus, to trust in him and not in yourself, to not be wise in your own eyes, to turn away from evil and trust in the Lord. That's what it means to follow Jesus. And so as we begin to wrap up this episode, Just ask yourself. I mean, my hope with all of these podcast episodes is that it's not just, you know, 15 or so minutes of you just listening to a few things and saying that was nice and walking away. My hope is is similar, not exactly, but similar to my hope at, at the end of every sermon that I preach. That you would take what's been said from the word and you would ask yourself, what do I do with that? What does this mean for me? What needs to change in my life? What do I need to adjust? What sin do I need to repent of? Have I been prideful in my own wisdom? Have I have I been complaining before the Lord because my life isn't the way that it should be? Have I been anxious before the Lord because my my life isn't where I want it to be and I don't have everything in order? Or am I really trusting him? Am am I am I really giving it all over to him? Maybe one final thought and I didn't necessarily plan on saying this but but I said earlier that you know, this is something to to some degree that I've been thinking a good bit about lately. And um, I want to speak as a, a husband and a father specifically, because I think this will relate to some other, maybe a lot of other husbands and fathers that might listen to this and, and some, some wives and mothers as well. I'm, I'm not saying it's only for men, but I think sometimes we as, as husbands and fathers, as, as shepherds in our home, we feel this great responsibility, rightfully so, to take care of our families, to make sure everything is in order, to, to just have everything perfect all the time, to have this perfect balance and make sure that our wives you know, um, are well taken care of and our kids are well taken care of and we're doing our jobs with excellence and we're still serving in our church and we we got everything the way that it needs to be. And there are some right desires in that. There's a right calling in that to shepherd your family well, to to, to work heartily as unto the Lord. I'm not trying to to, to, to uh, deny any of that. But in the midst of all that, let me ask you, are you trusting the Lord? Are you trusting the Lord to meet your needs? Or are you trusting in yourself to be this, this amazing husband, father, this amazing wife or mother, this amazing person that just has your life together all the time? Are you Are you wise in your own eyes? Are you thinking that you've got this? Are you willing to acknowledge today you don't have this? And that's good news. You don't have this and that's good news. Because you know who does? The Lord, your Father who's in heaven, who loves you, who sees you as of far more value than the sparrows of the air and the flowers of the field. And he clothes them and he takes care of them. How much more will he take care of you? You can trust him. You can lay aside the burden that has you weighed down today. You can cast it on him because he cares for you. And you can trust him, and you can know that as you do that, as you don't lean on your own understanding, as you cast all your cares, all your fears, all your hopes, all your dreams on him, he will make your paths straight, and it will be life to you. It will be refreshment to your bones. Thanks as always for listening to Hold Fast. Um, I pray that this podcast is an encouragement to you. And some of you have already shared that it has been. Thank you for that. If you have a suggestion for a topic that I cover, I would love to hear from you. You can email me at Kenny Roberts at missionwaychurch.org. That's Kenny Roberts at MissionwayChurch.org. Um otherwise, Lord willing, I will be back next week with another episode of Hold Fast. God bless.